Hey, hey, Cubs fans, it's your man Nick Hudson coming to you from beautiful and sunny Scottsdale, Arizona. I have my man Brian with me, and we are going to break down this awesome win as Cubs complete a statement series and stun the Brewers with a sweep. Brian, let's dive in, shall we? Let's do it. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to be here. A lot of good stuff to talk about today, Nick. Awesome. So we got you, Darvish, on the mound. He's been doing fantastic this second half. He has command of his four-seam fastball. It's crucial for him to land that, and his breaking balls are going in for strikes. What are you seeing out of Darvish? It's just like night and day difference right now with Darvish. He looks absolutely comfortable out there on the mound, and like you said, it just starts with that four-seam fastball because when he's locating that 96, I mean, he's even reached 98 sometimes, but when he's he's right around 96, I mean, that's that's pretty good velocity there. And when he's locating that wherever he wants, his cutter and his slider just come right off of it. And if they're not able to sit on that cutter or slider and they're looking fastball, that's when you're seeing Cy, Cy Young cal- caliber U Darvish. Yeah, I definitely agree. I also think he looks a lot more comfortable on that mound. And he walks off that mound every half inning looking like, you know, a Cubs pitcher. He's got that that smile on his face. And sometimes sometimes he's got a fierce look and he strikes people out. He's ruthless. And it's great to hear the fans shout you as he's leaving the mound because, you know, that's just everyone's getting in on him. I'm in on him. I'm excited about him. But there's another guy I'm really excited about now, and that's Jason Hayward. What do you think of him? Yeah, I mean, he's continuing this trend, I want to say, ever since, I think it was mid to late June or something like that. He's been, he has like a 950 OPS. Like, he's just absolutely raking the ball out there, seeing it very well. And, I mean, he started it off with a homer. He's having unprecedented power in a Cubs uniform. I mean, if you look at his numbers, like, even with his 2015 season with the Cardinals where he was great, he's outperforming that right now, like offensively. So this is as good of Hayward as baseball seen offensively. I mean, he's has like an 840 OPS and with his glove in right field and it's starting to look a little bit better in center field. Now he's getting better reads off the bat. I mean, he's as valuable as anybody on that roster right now. What do you think? Definitely. You know, I, I love his swing. I love his approach at the plate. Um, if you asked me two years ago or a year ago, even, and I, am um, I did not like him. He had a horrible approach, but now he's really buckled down. He, he finds his pitch. He drives it. I really like him as a leadoff hitter. I know we went out, we got Nicholas Castellanos and that's fine, but he's batting right under Hayward and I'm fine with that. I like Hayward as a leadoff hitter. Yeah, I agree. And I was surprised because I think it was yesterday where they faced Gio Gonzalez, right? I was surprised yes. that Hayward let off that game. I thought we'd have Castellanos leading off against lefties. But, I mean, Hayward doesn't have bad splits this year. I mean, he's better against righties, but he, he hits lefties pretty, pretty, pretty damn well as well. So you might as well keep him there, that leadoff spot. And I honestly don't think Hayward likes leading off. I remember Friday after the post game, they... I, th- I think it was 670. The scorer was asking him how he feels about his leadoff situation. And he said, it is what it is. I can't really hand or control where I'm batting in the lineup. So I really don't think he wants to. But you know what? It's working right now. So I think he's going to stay there moving forward. I agree. He's really performing well. Not only does he hit that homer, uh, he hits a big triple. I think it was he had a, not a hitter's count on him. And there's two outs, I believe. He hits one down the line. 
Yelich was shading a more center field, so it was an easy triple, which you don't see at Wrigley Field. David Bodie scores, and they, they break the tie. Yeah, that was as good of offense and just stringing hits together and hitting in clutch situations as I've seen the Cubs all year. I mean, that was playoff Cubs, and I'm very encouraged moving forward. And what do you think about that? I, I definitely agree. I, I like what you said. They, they strung a lot of hits together. I saw a lot of ground ball, opposite field singles, great piece of hitting, not trying to hit it over the fence every time. Really good approach. Each Cub, too, and not just one person. Every single Cub was just driving the ball on the ground hard, the opposite field if they needed to. If they got the pitch, they were going with the pitches. Um, Adrian Hauser likes to hit that outside corner to lefties, and Rizzo made him pay all day. The shift was just no match for Rizzo. Yeah, four singles. I can't remember the last time any Rizzo has done that in a game. Yeah, definitely. And the, it's just great to see them using the opposite field. But, you know, you bring up a good point. This is as good as Cubs baseball we've seen probably all year. Just this series, but definitely today. Um, do you think that moving forward, they're going to be able to keep this pace going? And get definitely against the A's. Do you think they're going to be able to string these hits together? Or is offense going to come in a premium again? Yeah, I mean, the A's the A's are very good, so they got their hands full, and I believe is what a three-game series starting, is it tomorrow? It is tomorrow. But, yeah, I mean, the A's are good, and I really, I think they're, you have to really bet on them continuing this at home. It's just when they step outside of Wrigley, I just, I don't really know what, I don't really know what to expect, to be honest. You know, they have not been a consistent team all year. They start off really bad, if you remember, all the way to the beginning. They started off horrible, and people were ready to jump off the boat. And then they had a really good stretch, and then they did bad again. And now we've really put two and two together with the splits, the home and the road. And we can just see that they're a horrible road team. So they have a pretty big uh, road series coming up after Oakland, which, by the way, when they're playing Oakland, St. Louis Cardinals are going to Dodger Stadium to play the Dodgers. So, so these that, are key games. Yeah. So after that, oh, sorry, go ahead, Brian. Yeah, I was going to, on top of that, saying these are key games, that was a massive sweep by the Cubs because, and even that was a massive uh, third game today to get the sweep because the difference between the Brewers being four games back and two games back is, I mean, that's a considerable, considerable difference. And we're starting to get to the point where every single game matters. So the Cubs definitely took care of business here this weekend in Wrigley. I agree, and they're going to have to continue to take care of business. This is a tight division. I'd like to see just competing with one team. I'd like to see us just take care of Milwaukee and maybe going forward get a lot more separation because this was a great start. As you said, a big sweep. This was a statement series for the Cubs. They got to face Oakland, and then they got to go on a road trip, and that's just what we were talking about before. They have Cincinnati, which we've struggled against the Reds this year for they some reason. They struggle against the Reds like every year. It's yeah, insane. yeah, it's horrible. And then we have to go to Philadelphia, where we got a team just battling for their wild card hopes. So it's not going to be a piece of cake. And then even after that, we're in Pittsburgh. So. You know, they gotta, Cincinnati yeah, and they Pittsburgh. Capitalize on those Pittsburgh games because, I mean, Pittsburgh has been very bad apart. since the All-Star yeah. break. They're falling apart. But as you know, the Cubs, 
it was Cincinnati and Pittsburgh, even just the beginning of the second half, not good. <laughs> Struggles. Yeah, honestly, if they can lose to anybody on the road. They have the second worst road record in the NL. I mean, only better than the Marlins, and that's nothing to brag about. So they gotta they gotta figure it out on the road at some point if they wanna not only make noise in the playoffs but even get to the playoffs. But if we're gonna go, um, I want to dive into the game if, real quick. I thought it was interesting that the the Brewers absolutely loaded their lineup with lefties today. Because Darvish actually has considerably better numbers against righties this year than lefties. So I was not very confident. I know Darvish has been very good the past month, six weeks, but I was expecting him to maybe have like five or six innings of work and gave give up maybe about four runs. But I mean, Darvish continues to impress and he's just mowing people down like we were saying. And like you said about him just being more comfortable on the mound. So it was Kemp, I forget which inning it was, but Kemp absolutely booted a double play ball. And then they have first and second, either zero outs or one out. And I'm like, okay, this is where the mentally weak people start to talk about you, Darvish, where he maybe walks somebody or gives up a home run. But no, I want to say he strikes out the next two batters and then gets like a fly out or a ground out. So that just is a testament to how much Hugh Darvish has developed in the past two months, and he's pitching as well as anybody in the rotation right now. And we just got Hamels back, and Hendricks has been dealing, and then you add Lester. Lester is basically their fourth best starting starter right now. I mean, their rotation is shaping up to be pretty filthy. Yeah, I definitely agree. And then on top of all that, looming is Kyle Hendricks. So... You have uh, all that to deal with, and yeah, I was, and that, I was, sorry, what were you saying? Yes, I also wanted to add that there was an eleven pitch up bat by Gamble from the Brewers, and that I can't. Darvish ended up striking him out, and I was watching that at bat. I'm like, I mean, Darvish did not even come close to doing that like three months ago, and now he's yeah. just he. He can't. It seems like he can't walk anybody now, and it's just an absolute 360 from what we saw at the beginning of the year. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. He went deep on a lot of hitters today, and that's why his pitch count was up. But when I was watching today, there was a lot of 3-2 counts, and just like you, I still had that feeling of, oh, he's going to walk him for sure. Like 12 pitches, you Darvish, there's no way he's going to be able to throw a strike for even – six of these pitches but yeah he struck out gamble and i was shocked i was shocked that he did he's getting great movement on his pitches people are not picking them up even his pitches that aren't in the strike zone they're swinging at so it was it was fantastic we needed him to be great and everyone said we needed him to be great if we were going to continue to be a contender and here he is stepping yeah and it's most of that most of his pitches in that gamble bat they weren't down the heart of the play i mean that was a Awesome at bat by Gamble, but you was hitting the corners consistently. And then he ended up wiping them away with, I think it was that cutter. His cutter is one of the nastiest pitches I've ever seen. And when he's commanding that fastball, it's probably the best wipeout pitch in the entire in the entire MLB. His cutter is my favorite pitch. I, I agree with that. It is just when he spots it, there's no, you're not going to hit it. There's nothing you can do. There's absolutely nothing you can do. So yeah, I, I, mean, I agree with that. Multiple times today where hitters looked absolutely helpless. And then he threw his split finger, 
which I haven't seen him throw that in a in a while, and he did it to uh, I want to say get Thames out in like the third inning, and that was absolutely nasty. And Thames was like, "What the hell was that?" Like he yeah. just didn't 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 stand a chance, and just can't just can't say enough about how how well he's been the past two months, and it's great to see, and it really completely changes the landscape of the rotation moving forward here. I definitely agree. I mean, this this was a great game for the Cubs, and I, I like what you said there. I remember in at bat with their, uh, they just brought up a Triple A guy, the Brewers, Trent Grissom, and he just watched strike three right down the middle, completely fooled. Yes. Yeah, completely fooled. Yep. So it's it's great to see you, Darvish, starting to to help out a lot more. I had a question for you. What do you, what do you think about Tony Kemp? Right now, you said he booted a, a double play ball. I remember that; that was bad. And then you, Darvish, you know, he picked him up. But what what do you think about Kemp, and what do you think about that move, especially because we just lost Maldonado, and then we lose Contreras on a hamstring injury? Yeah, I like. I mean, that it was really a tailor made double play too. Like you, you can't. You gotta at least get one out there. You can't do that. But I mean, they. It was a good trade. I liked him because, I mean, yeah, Maldonado. You'd probably maybe not have done the deal if we knew Contreras was going to get hurt, although we don't know the severity at this point. But I really think they needed Kemp regardless because they needed somebody who's around. Like, he's barely a below-average hitter, according to WCR+. So, I mean, the only reason the Astros DFA'd him is because the Astros literally have too many good players. So, it's not like he's a bad player. The Cubs needed him for position player depth. He can play, I want to say three if not four positions and I think he's gotten a couple hits here and there and he hasn't played particularly well on defense but he's been a good utility man good defender in his career so I wouldn't I I, I would be I would I think he's gonna pick up his play here moving forward but we regardless we need a bit more position player depth so I like the move yeah yeah, I liked it too. And what I was hoping with a lot of late season moves right before the deadline, sometimes this happens. You saw with Jesse Chavez last year, when they go from a non-contending team to a contending team, sometimes they just find this extra adrenaline, this extra like focus, and they're really, really good. And I think that Kemp has that potential to be really, really good if he can find something deep inside him and maybe... Um, you know, he realizes where he's at and how he can get a pennant. So, yeah, I completely agree. I, I, I mean, he was in a, uh, a race or like on a contender with the Astros, but he had to been pretty pissed off with his situation, given the fact that he they have just too many good players and wasn't really playing that much. So I'm sure he's not only like like to be in a on a contender, but also at a place where his skills are valued. Yes, definitely. And and so on the topic of talking about Kemp, what do you what are you seeing out of Ian Happ? You know, he was brought up. What do you what are you seeing out of his at bats? Do you like what you're seeing? Do you not like yeah, what you're seeing? It's tough now because Helmora has actually been hitting the ball way very well in the past two weeks and was killing the ball yesterday. But yeah. all in all, I think Hap just has better plate appearances and I would like to see Hap I mean, it didn't matter because neither of them started today, but I'd rather see him start than Almora. But the power numbers, I mean, the power's not there with Hap, which is, I thought, has been a little bit puzzling because last year he was a good walk guy and he he slugged and he struck out a lot. So that was just like your 
standard slugger so far or last year. But this year, yeah, I don't even think he's recorded an extra base hit. So, I mean, he definitely needs to get those power numbers up, but it is a very small sample size. But I'm pretty encouraged what I'm seeing just based off of watching his plate appearances. Although he does chase the high fastball a lot. Yeah. Basically his one, I guess, negative at this point of his plate appearances. But all in all, I've liked what I've seen. Yeah. I've liked what I've seen. You know, I'm not in on him at all. But I'm also not in on Elmora. And they both don't see the ball well. And I think that's probably my biggest issue with them. The power numbers, I believe, will come. If you're seeing the ball well and you're hitting the ball, it's you're bound to spot a gap once in a while. You're bound to, you know, square it up. But when you're missing the bat and the ball like a foot away on a high fastball, I mean, I'm frustrated with that. I don't think yeah, that, I mean, that, they, that can continue. He's looked, he's looked ugly a couple times. There's no denying that. But that's also, I mean, uh, to segment away here, that's just exactly why they got Nicholas Castellanos. He's perfect. And you know, he absolutely filled a glaring need in the corner out or in the outfield because now you can move Hayward to center. And I thought they'd start Castellanos against lefties and maybe not start him against righties, but that is clearly not going to happen. I actually didn't realize his numbers were as good as they are. I mean, his OPS is almost almost around 900. I mean, that's getting up to like the fourth best bat like statistically on the Cubs roster. So he he will be playing every uh, every day besides the occasional rest day, but I mean, he should play as much as basically Chris Bryant at this point. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I as well didn't know how good his numbers were, and I I really I really liked the move and and I've loved it ever since. I, at first, I liked it, and now I definitely love it. I love him. I think he makes hard contact every time I'm watching him. I mean, he hits when he hits the ball, he hits it very, very hard, and that's great. It's it's really encouraging to see. And like you said, um, it filled a need in our outfield. I was very worried at first because taking Hayward from right field to putting him in center was kind of like a handicap of, you know, right field or center field to Hayward because he's a right fielder. He's an awesome right fielder. And to see him in center, I mean, I'm a little disappointed that we couldn't figure it out, but this is perfect and it's working out great right now. And we'll see about what's going to happen in this next couple series. But, you know, I'm feeling good about it right now. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you definitely lose a little bit on defense with moving Hayward to center. Although, statistically he's not a good center fielder like to buy defensive runs saved but i think that was a little bit of a, a, a skewed based off the beginning of the season because i know he like had some uncharacteristic booting of balls because the last week or so when he's been playing in right he's made some outstanding plays he had one of the best plays i've ever seen all season in center field against the cardinals a couple games ago so I don't think they're losing as much defensively as the analytics would say, but even if they are the, the uptick in offensive output, it doesn't matter. Like it's worth it with Castellanos out there. It's definitely worth it. And either way, I I have to agree with you. I've been seeing great stuff out of Hayward in center field. He's been doing great. And once, once you have a good outfielder, like in right field, you can obviously put him in center field. You may lose a little bit on like throws, to home plate and stuff, but 
he's he's great, and and I love Hayward, and he's hitting the ball like nobody else on the Cubs. So I, I'm I'm great with all of it. Yeah, I agree. I mean, he's getting every time every inning he plays in center field is going to get better because I would say the one thing that he was not good at in center was um, just like the initial jump off the bat because the ball comes off the bat a little bit differently in center field and right field. I knew that because. Playing in high school, I remember it. I was like, oh, oh, wow, that's way different. So it definitely takes a little bit of time to get used to. But, I mean, he's figuring it out. And the more innings he plays there, the, the better he's going to be, like I said. And then, I guess, a uh, segment away. Really, the only negative thing about today, I would say, was another out in the base pass in the bottom of the first where, honestly, probably 95% of baseball gets to home on that pass ball. But Rizzo really, oh, needs to, yeah. he really needs to know his speed and to not test the waters there. Because, I mean, in a close game, if they lose by a run or so, that's what you look back at in the bottom of the first. I agree. I was not happy at all with that. Um, yeah, I mean, at the time, it was a very, very close game, obviously. Yeah, it was one-to-one. One, I, I yeah, it's t- it was tied. And Rizzo's got to know that he can't score on that ball. He's not Javier Baez. Kemp kind of waved him on, and I didn't really see if Rizzo saw Kemp doing that. But it was definitely a bad send either way. And and yeah. Rizzo, yeah, it was. I it's, couldn't believe he didn't score. When I saw it's him— also because <laughs> Kemp does not know— like. He's been on the roster for, what, three or four days? Like, he obviously doesn't know Rizzo's that slow. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Kemp sees the ball go away. He thinks about himself. He's scoring easily. Oh, yeah. He's scoring. Yeah. He's safe by, like, five steps. Yeah, definitely. I, I think that he needs to know his speed. The Cubs on the base pads this year have been a little shaky, and I honestly Horrible. think you have to attribute it to El Mago, because everyone wants to be El Mago. They think they can make something happen, but they can't, you know? Yeah, I agree. And it wasn't like, obviously, Rizzo's very slow, but if you watch the replay, he did not get a good secondary lead, and he read it off wrong in the dirt because he started uh, inching back to the bag. So, I mean, at that point, how do you convince yourself you can go after all that and with his speed? So, I just... It's just the the mental discipline needs to be more be there. And yes, they won the game. And honestly, that's the only negative of the whole game. But it's just like stuff like that in close games, in divisional race, in the divisional races. It really matters. Yeah, I definitely agree. All right, well, let's move on to this. And there's probably not going to be a solid answer for this at all. But what can the Cubs do to stop their road struggles? And are they going to struggle again? I. It's weird because they. Or as like we were saying earlier, they're the Dodgers at home and the Marlins on the road. So like it's very, very a considerable difference in the team. And it's strange because you don't really see that. I mean, obviously, you're probably generally going to play a little bit better at home, but not to this magnitude. And I think it's got to be more of a mental thing at this point, I would say, to the pitching staff, to the bullpen, to their to their lineup recently their lineup has struggled on the road but i'd say over the course of the season the biggest problem is their bullpen on the road do you know before kimbrell got his last save on the road at the cardinals yes at the cardinals their save percentage on the road this year was at 47 percent before that save like that is so bad wow 
I didn't it's just pervasive across the roster. Something gets in their head when they're on the road and they just can't succeed. I agree. I think a lot of it has to be the Cubs offense needs to take over because if we score a lot and not make it a close game, it takes the mental side and makes it a little easier to swallow, especially for the pitchers. But I have to say that I think 95% of it is mental, especially when you start to lose and lose and lose on the road. It's just going to start to get in your head. And then there's headlines of how good the Cubs are at home and how bad they are on the road. And they got to be thinking about that stuff. So I agree with you. I think I really think 95% of it's mental and especially for the pitchers. Pitching is a lot of a mental game. And if you have something lingering in your head, you might not be able to perform as well. So, but that save uh, stat is mind-boggling. Definitely mind-boggling. Yeah, it's just absurdly bad. And yeah. I mean, the bullpen actually <coughs> isn't bad. That makes me go into this next topic. I really like that they kept Chatwood in for the rest of the game to pitch, I believe, the last three innings because yes. that really saves some of the health of the or just gives, like, C-Shack, gives Kimbrell some days off, Kinsler. And I really don't think their bullpen's bad moving forward. They have all these arms, and even Kyle Ryan and Rowan Wick are starting to provide value. I mean, on top of Kyle Ryan, Rowan Wick, C-Shack, Kinsler, Kimbrell, I mean, those are, that's five good plus arms you can have, and then you have Holland against lefties. And then, I guess, Strope, if he becomes healthy, I mean... If the bullpen's fully healthy down the stretch of the season, it's not the best bullpen by any means, but it shouldn't be their weakness. No, not at all. I, I really like their bullpen, and I really haven't had problems with the bullpen after we acquired Kimbrell, and now I really have no problems after Phelps and Holland have oh, yes. come along. Oh, yeah, about Phelps. Yeah, after them, I mean, I feel really good about our bullpen. There should be no issues with it, especially because... Kinsler is performing way better than he normally does. Oh, yeah. So, He's been electric this season. Yeah. So we have a pitcher that could possibly come in with a one-run you know, lead. We have a one-run lead. We need a double play, and Kinsler can dial that double play up for us. That's great. I think that's Yeah, I agree. Yeah, awesome. Kinsler, and then even Chatwood, like – he wouldn't be in maybe not a high leverage situation, but like long relief, he's fine. I and love him in long relief. Yeah. Rowan Wick, I can't emphasize enough how much of a big leader, big leaguer he's looked like recently. I mean, he's 96 he really to 98 on fastball, and he has just like electric stuff. And it seems like nothing gets like phases him. He's always got the same blank stare in his look, and he just looks like he's got fire in his eyes. And I love what I'm seeing out of him. Yeah. You know, I'm glad you said that because I've been thinking about him and I, I really like him too. Um, obviously, when someone comes up new, especially for a lot of Cubs fans, you're a little worried. You don't know what you're going to see out of him. You're not used to him. And he did have some bad moments in the first half. I believe it was the first half. But this yeah, second he half, he has been like untouchable. He's come in in some really high leverage spots where I've been like, Joe, what are you doing? And then it works. So... He's He's been great. Yeah, and then also Kyle Ryan. I mean, he got a lot of um, he got a lot of roughed up by some fans there. I think it was the first half of the season. He just was bad for like about like a probably a month long straight where everybody like 
said, okay, just phased him out. And then now this, like, he's been absolutely like just shut down here recently. And it's not like he's only a loogie, like he's good against righties and lefties. So you really got a lot of work with a lot to work with in the bullpen. Definitely. Yeah. I forgot all about Kyle. Right. We really do have a good bullpen when you break it down, especially if you're just talking about stuff. I mean, yeah. the stuff that these guys have fantastic. And I love the look that Kyle Ryan gives you. He cut, he's a left pin pitcher. He comes around. I like how he's all the way on the other side of the mound. He slings it almost on an angle. It's awesome. Yeah. It looks like, yeah, it's, it kind of looks like Randy Johnson to an extent, obviously not as good, but yeah, he, like if you're a lefty, his release point is behind you and you already at a disadvantage right there. Definitely. Yeah. All right. So we're going to be moving in to the Oakland series and this is a very important series. As I said before, we have the St. Louis Cardinals who are just under us. Right now we have a half game lead on them, but I believe they're winning. No, they're losing. They're losing right now in Oakland. That's but big. We have a half, yeah, that's big. So we're one game right now on them because we won. They're losing in Oakland. They're going to Dodger Stadium. The Dodgers are almost untouchable at home. Yeah. Almost untouchable. Like, it's ridiculous. They're amazing at home. Probably going to beat them two out of three. We need to take uh, this Oakland series seriously and try to get a couple wins. So, yeah, what I mean, do you, I would yeah, say you, you got to beat the A's two out of three times. I mean, you can't really expect to sweep. The Athletics are very good. They're right yeah. in that AL, right in that AL wild card race, which means you're you're winning a lot of games with how top heavy the AL is. So, I mean, the Athletics are as good as as good as they come, really. And I mean, I haven't watched them like at all this year because they're in the AL. But I know they got Chapman. I don't really know much about their rotation, but. Yeah, basically the Cubs got to take care of business at home and win this series. I agree. I agree with you. So what do you think the Fly the W performers of the game? Do you, are you feeling special on anyone for this next upcoming game? So I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Schwarber. Schwarber's been seeing the ball very well recently. I want to say he went 2 for 2 yesterday or today with a walk and I, I think he must have got a sack fly or something like that I don't know but he went two for two today and even in prior games I feel like he's been squaring the ball up well and sometimes he gets he hits the ball hard right at people which is what I, I remember seeing a couple games ago he's been doing that so far so I really like Schwarber I like how he's seeing the ball and he also hit a bomb today so what about you I'm, I'm definitely gonna go with uh, Nicholas Castellanos I think the way he hits the ball, he really makes hard contact. I think it could work to Oakland's because they those pitchers like to pitch to contact. So they really don't have a lot of – they have some, but they don't have a lot of like swing and miss guys. So I'm going to go with Nicholas Castellanos. I think he's going to have a big series. I'm, more importantly, I think he's going to have a big game tomorrow. Yeah, I was actually about to pick Castellanos and then rem- reminded myself of how well Schwarber's looked at the play. But, yeah, I like that pick. Definitely. Yeah, and then I like I your pick, I wouldn't be surprised too. if Rizzo does because he's been seeing the ball well. But, yeah, as long as they get the W, doesn't really matter, man. Yeah, I agree. So we got Hendricks on the mound tomorrow. He's going to face off against Bassett. Uh, Hendricks got a 3.7, 3.07 ERA. Bassett, 3.84. Hendricks has looked good. Uh, yeah, I mean, record. That, that 3.07 ERA is elite 
I mean, the average ERA now in the MLB for starters is like a four or five, which is just crazy. It <laughs> also just kind of proves that the, the ball is, in fact, juiced. But, I mean, if you look at the rotation across the board, like I was saying, I mean, theoretically, hypothetically, I mean, I don't want to pencil the Cubs in the playoffs right now because you don't want to do that. It's still a tight race. But if you're looking at the rotation, I would say you got Hendricks, and then you got Hamels, and then I'd honestly go with Darvish at the three and then Lester at the four. But that's a nasty rotation no matter no matter what you do one through four. And then you got Q coming out of the pen, so that's another high leverage, long relief arm out of the pen. And then people trash Q a lot just because he's not really as good as what we wanted when we traded for him. But he's an excellent fifth starter. And if you have a guy at Q's level as your fifth starter, that means your rotation is as good as it gets. I agree. Uh, Quintana's a very solid guy. He's not. He's never going to be your ace, and that's what people need to realize. He's not going to be an ace pitcher, but he gives you a solid start. Usually gives you a nice quality start. Your offense just needs to get you some runs, and you can win that game. So, yeah. I agree. I, I'm getting excited, man. Uh, we got St. Louis that has to go play the Dodgers. I think the Brewers are going to go off and play the Pirates. Hopefully, they scuffle a little bit, and the Pirates come back and, and get them. Um, I'm getting excited because I think that the Cubs are starting to turn things around, and I think it's the perfect time for them to do it. I, I agree, but this goes into my final point that I wanted to make. It's so it's insane how fast the narrative can change because you just said, I'm really excited. You think the Cubs could turn it around? And I, I would agree with you. I mean, I would say that's probably what 95% of the Cubs fan base would say right now. But three days ago, after that Cardinals series, people were like, can this team even make the playoffs? Why did we buy at the deadline? This team sucks. They're they're not they're not going anywhere. So it's just it's just insane to me how quickly things can change now. You're right. You're right. I I'm definitely an optimist. I am like every other Cubs fan. I uh, get my heart crushed a lot, but we'll see. Hopefully, we don't get our hearts crushed this time, man. So uh, you got any final words? I do not. Hopefully, they take care of business against the A's. But yeah, great great day today. They hopefully the Cardinals lose and they gain a game in the divisional race and it was great to sweep the brewers they're now four games back so yes i'm excited as a cubs fan and hopefully they take care of business all right heck yeah man all right go cubs go